Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplet, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And there's a word for us today. We hope that everybody is blessed and living the life that God has called you to, overflowing with blessings and abundance, supplying your everyday need. There's a word for us today. As we look at the Bible and realize that we have to repent of our sins daily and come to God like a child. God wants us to repent of our sins and confess our sins one to another and get over the issues that may be tangling you up and get over uh, those things that may be trying to tie your mind up. It's the small foxes that destroy the vineyard. You have to deal with yourself and deal with self in order to move forward. There's a word for us coming out of Hosea, the fifth chapter. This prophet, um, he really explains to us what it means to repent of our sins. And in that prophet, the prophet Hosea, his book, he, he reminds the people of Israel that they were blessed, uh, they were having worship and um, they were going along like we are today. And God was taking care of their needs and supplying them with everything that they needed. But they were going through a roller coaster type relationship with God. Uh, this roller coaster of love and uh, they would act all right with God and God will supply their need. Then they would forget about their blessings and go back to doing sin in their life. And before long, God will punish them for their sin and take them off into slavery or punish them as a nation. Then they will cry out to God again and say, Lord, save us. And after he would save them, he uh, will redeem them and put them back together and give them a blessing and restore them. They will act all right for a while, then go back to doing sin in their life. It was a cycle that never ended. And God is saying it's time out for the roller coaster of love. And if you're going to love him, you just have to have a determined and a committed mind to follow God. This roller coaster type relationship with God is not good to have because you hurt yourself. And God is trying to remind them, uh, just like he's doing today, we, we go to worship and just like them, their worship wasn't right because their heart wasn't right. They had their mind on themselves and things of the world instead of putting their mind on God, who's a spirit, and we have to worship him in spirit and in truth. And uh, they were going about their own daily day activity. They were blessed. They were uh, enjoying overabundance, and uh, they were benefiting from knowing God. And uh, God tells them that they have to repent of their sins. They uh, forgot that they needed a savior. They forgot that they were doing wrong and sinning. And sometimes we get like that in our own mind and have a reprobate mind, according to the book of Romans. And we'll forget that we'll sin nature and we'll begin to think everything that we do is right. So God calls the prophet Hosea and tells them in that fifth chapter, the 15th verse, he says, 
I will go and return to my place till they acknowledge their offense and seek my face in their affliction. They will seek me early. So God is saying until they acknowledge their offense, in other words, repent of their sins, I'm going back to my place. He starts that 15th verse by saying, I will go and return to my place. That's some strong words for God to say. In other words, he was tired of their roller coaster type relationship. He was tired of them um, benefiting from knowing him, then slide, sliding back into their sinful nature and not keeping their words and following the commandments that he had told them. And he said, I'm going back to my house until you acknowledge your offense. To acknowledge your offense means to repent and say, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for um, getting caught up in the flesh. I'm sorry for turning my back on you. I'm sorry for abandoning your bride, the church. I'm, I'm sorry, Lord God. Forgive me, for I know not what I've done. And come on back home to God. Uh, don't be arrogant in your relationship with God, thinking God owes you something. Ask God for forgiveness and come on back to the house. The same way we have to apologize sometimes to our loved ones and have to apologize sometimes to our parents. And we go out and do wrong and they take the key and for the house and sometimes have to put us out. But come on back home and ask God for your forgiveness. The same way we ask our mother and father to forgive us of our bad doing. But God says, I'm going back to my house. I'm returning to my place until... You acknowledge your sin and acknowledge your offense. They said, seek my face. In other words, don't go any other place. Don't seek any other relationship. When you repent, come back to God and let God handle the rest. All God says, you can't, you can't change somebody how they think of you. You can't make somebody forgive you, but you have to come sincere to God and ask God for forgiveness and let God take care of the rest. And in that 15th verse, it says, they will seek me early. So many times in our life, we cause ourselves so many problems and we go through years and years of agony and trouble because we just won't go back to God and seek him early. But God is telling Hosea, tell the people, seek me early. Get this over with and repent. Humble yourself. Ask for forgiveness and do better. Don't let this linger for years. You don't have to walk around the wilderness for 400 years. You, you don't have to walk around in bondage for 40 years. And God wants you to keep on with your life. Move on. For, ask for forgiveness. Repent and move on with your life. Then way you can be what God has called you to be. Then when you go into chapter 6 of Hosea, you see the response that the people gave after God told them to ask and acknowledge their offenses and seek his face because he was going back to his place. See, we can't get to God's place. He has to come to us. That's the purpose of the altar in the Old Testament and the altar in every church and altar in every house, wherever altar may be. It's the place where the spiritual and the physical can meet once again. 
we have to ask God to meet us once again. And in the sixth chapter, they begin to respond to God. In that first verse, it said, Come and let us return unto the Lord, for he have torn, and he will heal us. He has smitten, and he will bind us up again. See, God sometimes has to bust some situations up. He is striking and smited, which is smitten it, and then he'll bind it back up together. He does that in our life. Sometimes we um, have some things that we pick up along the way of life that is a hindrance to us and causes us so many, so many problems and issues. God just sometimes just has to come in and bust it up with a sickness, bust it up with a, a situation that you cannot handle. But God is working it out for the good all the time. And he says that uh, not only that, but he has torn and he will heal us. When God rips something out your life and cuts that, that rose bush out, he knows that in order to make more roses grow in your life, you have to cut out some of the roses that you're clinging to because the sunlight can't get to all the tree and the tree won't blossom. The bush will not blossom as long as it has one big rose sucking up all the nutrients. God is spreading the love out. He tears, but then he heals us with his Holy Ghost power. So no matter what you're going through, God will heal you. The second verse, it says, two days will he revive us and the third day he will raise us up and we shall live in his sight. One day, we shall lay down this old physical body, but we have confidence in knowing that God, the same God that raised his son, Jesus Christ, out that grave will do the same thing for us. Then shall we know if we follow on to know him, his going forth and his prayer prepared as the morning, and he shall come to us as the rain, as the latter and former rain unto the earth. God will send the rain in your life that you will blossom. He will send the rain in your life to take care of you. Or he will send the, the early rain for the water to seed in your life. Then once that seed begins to grow, he will send the latter rain so he can blossom and come on full forth and be what he's called you to be. Then shall we know if we follow on to know God and the Lord, his going forth and prepared as the morning and he shall come to us as the rain. So we know that God is going to do it for us. And in the fourth verse, we hear the dilemma that God has when he thinks about us. He says, O Ephraim, what shall I do unto thee? O Judah, what shall I do unto thee? For your goodness is as the morning cloud, and the early dew it goeth away. God is saying when he looks at us, we're like the dew. When you wake up in the morning, you see dew on the ground, but by 11 o'clock, the dew is gone away. When you wake up in the morning, you may see the fog in the atmosphere, but by the time the sun gets hot, hot the dew and the fog has lifted up back to the atmosphere and gone away. That's how our love is in the eyes of God. We love each other. We love God and before the sun gets hot and the situation gets next to us in our life, we forget all about it. Him. And forget all about the love and the commandments that he's given us. If we truly are to be Christ-like, 
we got to let that love stay with us longer than the dew. The love has to stay within us longer than the fog. When the sun comes out, the fog and the dew drift on away. And God is saying that's what it looks like when he looks at us. We say one thing, but when the sun gets hot in our life, it goes away. Don't let your relationship and your relationship with God be a roller coaster of love. Love God in the noonday, love God in the evening, part of your life. Love God when the trouble comes into your life. Love God when you have blessings and you're receiving what God wants you to have. Praise Him all the time and love God and let God be the special portion of your life. But in order to receive what God has for you, you have to repent and come to Jesus Christ. Ask God for forgiveness, for that's his purpose. For his desire is to give you mercy every day of your life and knowledge more than burnt offering. So acknowledge God more than your offering. God doesn't need anything, but what he's seeking is you. Love God with all our heart, and everything else shall be added unto you. Seek him first, and the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and God will supply your every need. I'm going to say a prayer right now. And if you believe by faith, I want you to say that prayer along with me. But first, you have to repent of your sins. Do you repent today? If you do, say, Lord, forgive me. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come now. Father, we repent of our sins, things we did knowing and unknowing. Forgive us, Lord God. We believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Lord, wash us creating us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. We believe that Jesus gave the Lord's Supper and the next day died for our sins, went to a borrowed tomb for the weekend, but early that Sunday morning, got up with all power in his hand, and we believe he sits at the right hand of God the Father interceding on our behalf. Let us be part of the holy family of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Be blessed. We love you. We want the very best for you. Continue to follow us on Facebook and YouTube under Neely Church Ministries. And remember, keep a smile on your face, for that smile may be blessing somebody along the way. Be blessed.